Welcome to episode 91 of the Scent Geeks podcast. It's good to have you back. As you know, we are proudly sponsored by the excellent Kajal Perfumes, who you can find at kajalperfumes.com. There's a link in our Facebook group, the Scent Geeks podcast, to help you get there easier. And if you want to use a cheeky discount code for 10% off, just use code GEEKS10 and you can try out some of Kajal's wonderful perfumes. And stay tuned till the end where we can tell you how to enter the weekly Kajal Perfumes giveaway where you can either win a full bottle of fragrance or a discovery kit. We'll tell you about that just before we sign off at the end. Now, as promised, we have a trinity of geeks for you again this week. Obviously, I have my regular co-host Steve from Frags to Riches, but we are again blessed with Tony from Fragdicted. Hello, boys. How are you? Hello. Hello. So, how's everyone's weekend going? Good, good, mate. Um, so far, so far, so good. It's been quite active. I did, yeah. I did the usual with the, the boy and the kids. I was at karate yesterday, football this morning. Went to the, went to the cinema this afternoon. Whenever oh, I, I don't know about you, you two, obviously you're both parents, dads. Whenever you, you take the kids to the cinema, do you ever think, here's an opportunity for a nap? Is that is that just me no. that thinks that, is it? <laughs> well, it depends. What was it, Paw Patrol? Um, no, it was the. There's a new one called. Is it Ron? Ron goes wrong or something? It's oh, right, yeah. Let me. Let me. Yeah. I'm gonna Google it now. I yeah. see that this week as well. This weekend as well, Steve. Same oh, now. you saw it this weekend as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah. To be fair, I did. I didn't actually. I think there was one bit I started kind of like getting a bit heavy eyes or whatever. But I did actually watch it. I did actually enjoy it. I thought it was quite a good film. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was a good film. It was quite well done actually. Quite a, an original idea as well. So yeah, it's not been done nice. before. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I usually try good. try to go and take them to a film that I'm equally as interested in. So, because I love the cinema, so I don't really want to fall asleep in it. No, uh, I just like to just get a little nap in where I can. To be well, honest. I mean, you know, it's it's efficient. Yeah, changing the subject completely, but um, I feel like it's that time of year when we sort of just need to see how you're getting on uh, with your leaf situation. I, mean, I, know, I, know, ask that. I know autumn can be a dark time for you. It is. So, it is. It is the darkest time okay. of year for me. It is. Yeah, I do need. I do need a support network around me during autumn. Um, it, that's what kicked off my mental health the other week. I think it was. The leaf, the first and, leaf at the floor. Yeah, the first leaf. It, it, no, it, it was like some dramatic scene. I was I had my. I was looking out the window. Um, you know, on a cold day, and I just saw it just tumble to the ground slowly in slow motion. It was like yeah. no, and there, were, and there was a sad piano playing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and then I just went fuck it. Um, no, so. <laughs> That's just for your friend who doesn't like me swearing. I'm surprised um, you weren't waiting underneath it with your blower, with your leaf sucker already. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, actually, I was um, I took the boy to the football this morning and got back, and then um, I actually got showered and stuff after I got back. Um, and uh, as I got out of the shower, I was kind of getting dressed, and I looked out, and the wife was raking the leaves. I was like, yes, but it was but it was dry. So it's all right raking the leaves when it's dry. It's when it's fucking damp and horrible that I don't like it. So, well, well, that's uh, good of her. She's recognised that it's it's a bad time for you, you and leaves. It, it so she's is, sort of trying to take I think Tony, you I don't think you despise uh, autumn as much as me, but it wasn't your favourite month from memory, uh, was it? Yeah, what what you like with leaves, Tony? Do you mind do you you have a leaf problem like Steve? Yeah, I do have the same similar leaf problem. I understand Steve's misery. It's not something I've really thought about that much until Steve (laughs) had a breakdown live on a podcast (laughs) one day. And I thought actually, yeah, I I can see that, but I hadn't thought about it before then. My favourite season I would say summer and that's uh, I love I love the sunshine. I love the late evenings. I love being able to sit outside when I get home from work uh, with my dinner and a glass of wine. So well, I love yeah, I love summer. Love it. I think, as I've sort of said before, my biggest issue with autumn is the mud because um, it's like harvest and stuff, and it gets rainy. And I've there's a, a farm right next door to me, so you'll get, as we discussed last in last week's episode, Tony, you're going to be um, selling to farmers. So you're going to be, uh, and round where we live, there's so much farmland. The roads get so muddy from all the farm traffic. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible round where we are, isn't it? With all the mud everywhere. I don't know. It's just does my head. Well, is it going to be problem. part of your uniform? Aren't they then, Tony? They Uni will farm. be, yeah, yeah. They're Uni providing <laughs> great punnage. <laughs> that was intended, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They're providing uh, uniform, including wellies, uh, which I think ah. will be needed. Yes, oh, sounds like it. 
All that mud. God, leaves, mud. Steve, I, I don't think you should be living in the country, mate. I know, bad idea. I'm a city boy at heart, clearly. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm interested in what you guys have been wearing this week. So let's let our, our guest go first. Tony, what have you been wearing? Um, right, I've been wearing Naples from Galavant, brand new one. Ooh. What? Have you got hold mm-hmm. of that? I've got a sample come through the post. Did you? Yeah, I have indeed. And I never get I never get the Galavant samples when everyone else does. It is oh. right up my street. It's a bit of a freshie. It's got some spices. Uh, but one thing that I really like about it, it actually uh, it lasts quite well. It's 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 got really good performance for a fresh fragrance. For yeah, all Galavants are good on the performance actually. Yeah, it's it works really well. It's I would say up there as one of my favourites immediately because it's very wow. fresh and very easy to wear. This is exciting. I had no idea you'd already smelled it. I'm, I'm, I saw the uh, press release this week. I thought, oh yeah, I can't wait to try that. I had no idea you'd already tried it. So great to hear your opinions on it. Wow, I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah, and then I've been wearing uh, another fragrance from Affinescence, which you might know, Chris. I do. And yep. Sant- Santel Basmati is the fragrance that I've been wearing. And that is, that's gone straight into my top 10 fragrances. It's it's, it? it's fairly soft. It's not a powerhouse of a fragrance at all, but it just smells. It's basically basmati rice accord, yeah, along with gorgeous, sand, sandalwood and a bit of spice. And it's just, it's got some iris as well. And it's just, that is stunning. Absolutely stunning fragrance. Yeah. Um, it is one wearing... of their best, actually, I think. Yeah. I've got uh, also Kurkuma uh, or Kurkuma, I think it's called. That is also a really gorgeous, uh, sweet, smooth, leathery fragrance. So, yeah, good brand. Yeah, I've been wearing Boss Bottolude, which I've really enjoyed. Um, I wore Iho by Nakuna Helsinki. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Um, mm. Obviously, a brand out of uh, Finland and that is a sandalwood sort of skin scent, must, very musky scent. That's very nice. One million Privé, Le Mau Le Parfum, and lastly, chocolate orange from Pocket Scent, which I've heard you mention quite a few times, Steve. Oh, uh, hell of a week. Really enjoy that. Yes. Hell of Great a week, week fragrance, that. Tony. Brilliant, that. Wow. I think Privé's been discontinued, isn't it? Have I heard that one million Privé's been discontinued? Yeah, I think it has. You know what? I'm very cynical of uh, fragrances mm. being discontinued because that will still be available in 2025. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> In TK Maxx. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard the same thing, Steve, but until we see it disappear off the uh, shop shelves and offline, then uh, I won't believe it. <laughs> well, I guess the thing is with fragrances, they don't they don't go out the door like PlayStation 5s, do you know what I mean? So even if they stop production, there's probably still quite a lot of, of a batch, particularly at a designer level, where they then ship out. So they, you can still source them for quite a while after, can't you? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure sometimes fragrances go off the market for a while. And then I think someone must find like a, a crate at the back of a warehouse that's been there for five years or something. And suddenly you, you see this discontinued fragrance just go onto a website for literally a day. And then everyone realizes and, and snaps them all up. I can't remember what that happened with recently. There was something that, that happened with. But yeah, it's you, from time to time you see that happening. It's, yeah. Steve, what have you been wearing? Um, I've been wearing, uh, so there's a couple actually. So there's, there's one in particular um, made me sort of think of this question that I'm going to throw to you two, if I may. So there's, in, in true Steve style, there's a bit of preamble or a bit of a preface, as that person uh, once, once said. So well, it has to be. Do you, remember, do you remember back when we kind of started this this hobby, this obsession? There's a bit of a, a life cycle as a sort of fragrance Instagrammer, YouTuber, influencer, or whatever the fuck you want to call us, where you typically start out and you start buying more quantity over quality. You get a lot of cheapies, uh, and then you start, your nose gets a bit refined, or you get a bit more into it, and you're looking for more interesting things, and then you start getting a bit more expensive, and then you slowly start getting into niche. I think, in many ways, Tony, as we discussed last week, you're probably a great example of this because you actually originally were like sort of frag dupe weren't you where you were looking at inspirations and clones and then you developed into designers and then you're you're very much into sort of you enjoy a lot of niche stuff now so i think that's it would be safe to say that's quite a common life cycle to this hobby uh, yep i'd say yeah. so absolutely yeah so here's here, off the back of that here's my question i wore a fragrance this week and i'll tell you what it is in a minute so is there a fragrance now that you would say that you would still recommend so i mean so it's a cheapy 
But even so, even though you still enjoy your niches, you would still, it's one of the early ones you got, or you just think this is, I don't want to say a great cheap, I want to give it more than that. Like It's almost like a hero of a cheapy status, where it's like it's, it should still have a place in anyone's collection, even though it's an absolute cheapy that a lot of people get early doors. Yeah, definitely. Um, so one that immediately springs to mind is Oud 24 Hours by Ardal Zafran. And I remember I was just starting out my sort of collection. I, I'd, had, I'd had one or two fragrances, like usually, um, uh, generally to, to wear. But then when I started buying a few more, and I remember being on eBay, pondering over whether I should spend £10.99 on this bottle of fragrance, because I already had a couple <laughs> of bottles. Do I need, do I really need another one? Ten, it's like £10. And before you start really appreciating how much fragrances can be, um, you, you sort of, um, you, you your judgment on um, whether a fragrance is affordable completely changes. And I remember at that time, it must have been about five or six years ago, I was just just pondering whether that I should spend that money on that fragrance because I, I didn't know if it was a bit too expensive. And in the end, I'm glad I did. It's actually a an inspiration of Tom Ford's Black Orchid. And to this day, it is still a fantastic fragrance. It comes in a pretty nice bottle. It's still around £10.00 on ebay or on various sites and you absolutely cannot go wrong with it that's oud 24 hours by ardal zafran good good recommendation what about you tony i mean you've as i say you used to sort of champion a lot of the sort of cheap um cheapies and and affordable fragrances so anything that you think warrants still warrants uh, a place in anyone's collection regardless if they're you know next to a roger for example yeah, I, I there is one that i've posted quite recently on my page actually and that is uh eau de, eau de cologne by uh, le couvent uh, de minimes i'm not sure if you guys have heard of that it's a no, it's know. a fairly cheap fragrance actually it comes in not you would probably know it from nigel's uh, lid rant where it falls off the top of the bottle it looks like a big whiskey <laughs> yes. bottle uh, a very dark juice it's a really strong very very real ultra realistic vanilla fragrance very very cozy it cost me for like a 200 ml bottle about 30 pounds i believe and whenever wow. i post about that fragrance it gets so much uh, so much sort of action in the comments of people mentioning how much they love it i've not i don't think i've met anyone that doesn't like it but it's becoming a bit more difficult to get hold of now uh, it is a that's a fantastic fragrance by the way really really good another ah, good recommendation yeah. i think well so obviously fra- you've been wearing one of these this week steve i guess yes i mean and i think you you will both agree with me on this one it's it's not too i mean to be fair your two suggestions there are a lot more interesting than this one actually they're a lot more left field because i think this one when i first smelt this i thought i'd found a fucking gem i was like i was excited i remember getting home thinking i'm gonna post about this this is gonna i've got a new discovery here this is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be big I'm, i've discovered a frag here this is gonna be a, a great win and uh, I then realised that, no, I was a bit late to the party. It's actually Zara's Rich Warm Addictive. I wore oh, that yeah. this week for the first time in a long time. Obviously, the temperature dropped a little bit. And I was like, and I was at home. And as I mentioned in the sort of last episode, I've been a bit coldy, a bit blur. So I just fancied something quite warm and snuggly. And I wore that and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just thought, you know what, for what is that? Like 12 quid a bottle or something for 100 mil, something like that. Um, mm. I just think, and I just thought that is an affordable fragrance like an affordable hero like i think if you're into niche design or whatever i think that still wants there's no reason why you shouldn't have that in your collection i think it smells great it lasted all day on me it's cheap as chips it's really interesting um yeah i think that's an absolute cheapy hero that's a well, great shout out steve great shout yeah it is a very good shout, yeah. And what a great subject to bring up, Steve, because I think we've all given three very solid, cheapy recommendations yeah. there. Yeah, out of nowhere. I mean, yeah. that wasn't planned there, so yeah. I think that's probably some of the best content we've done in a while, to be fair. So <laughs> pat on the back for us. Well, that we'll one. have to stop spending hours planning our content then in future. I know, we should. Um, what else I've been wearing? There was another, actually, another cheapy that I do uh, rave about, actually, quite a lot, um, and it was uh, Azaro's um, cr- uh, Chrome Sport 
which basically is like a Versace's Mano Fresh. So it's a bit of a kind of, it's very similar to that. Um, and I wore that uh, actually to uh, my karate lesson yesterday, um, just to something that's quite fresh and clean. Uh, really enjoyed that. I think that is a great shout. But to be fair, Versace Mano Fresh is equal, well, is practically as cheap. I think mm. you can get 20, 20 to 25 quid for 50 mil of Versace's Mano Fresh. For a Zara Chrome Sport, it's about 20 quid for 100 mil. So it's essentially sort of half the price per mil but yeah still both cheap um what else i've been wearing um today i actually wore the chronic uh, something that tony mentioned in the last fra- uh, mm-hmm. last episode um not worn it for a while actually and yeah i really enjoyed it i forgot how much i love that fragrance yeah i've not worn mine um, for a while actually might have to do that this week I, I need to i need to rock that out a little bit more to be honest i don't think i've worn that to work much uh, do you ever do you guys when there's an something coming up do you how soon do you start thinking about a fragrance like on the daily but if there's something comes up do you straight away like i don't know if they yeah. say oh chris you you've got a recording next week or i don't know you've got to go to a christian it's like just straight away do you start thinking oh what fragrance am i gonna wear is that do, just me or is if that- it's a special event like if, it, if if i'm just going recording a voiceover if if that's what you meant then no i'll just you know choose something on spontaneously on the day but yeah um if it's like we're, we're all you know meeting up in London uh, in a couple of weeks and I'm sure we've all started thinking about what would we wear for, for that yeah. meetup. I know I have and I can't I can't friggin' decide I keep I, I have an, a different idea every day I say oh yeah I'll wear that I'll wear that and then I've had about 20 good ideas of what fragrances to wear so I'm back to square one because I can't decide which one to pick anyone else the same? <laughs> yeah. yes same it's it too much choice it made me laugh that because I'm just thinking, what 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 are you meant to do? Do you do you look at your diary for the next year? What am I going to wear in Christmas 2022? Let's write that down. Uh, yeah. What am I going to wear for my uh, interview that I'm going to have in 2025 that I don't know I'm going to have? Uh, what? <laughs> well, I mean, I've started thinking about what what to wear for the our sort of frag called meetup peculiarly because there's, there's a bit of not there's pressure on, but you obviously you don't want to smell like someone else. You want to be a bit interesting or whatever. So that's this bit of challenge when you're meeting up with fragheads, but also the other day i think it was actually on friday we got an email about our works christmas do they started to plan it like what we're going to do for it and and one of the suggestions is like a casino theme night or whatever and so straight away you're like oh i wonder what fragrance i could wear for that so it's just possibly just me but um yeah also just another one that i've mentioned before i've been wearing i'm gonna actually drop a video review who knows i might i'm hoping to drop a video this week first time in a long time what on uh blur blurred uh, not blur de chanel um elect blur electrique so le nuit de l'ombre electrique i've had it for over a month and i've still not fucking done a video reviewing it yet so i'm gonna do that so i've been wearing that as well so great yeah what about you christopher what have you been wearing well i'm just looking at my list here and i've been a niche boy this week it's niche niche through and through um so i'll be wearing a new one from sarah baker perfumes which is called ludo which is a beautiful one for autumn, like a sweet, woody, slightly smoky scent with a nice little bit of uh, an animalic punch. Um, I wore, I've not worn this one for a while, I wore it yesterday and I loved it. And I, it was one of those I thought, why do I not wear this more often? It's incredible. It's uh, from Frank Buclet or Frank Buclet, not sure how you pronounce it. And it's just called Tobacco. And it's along the lines of Tobacco Vanille. But the... The performance on this thing is, is unreal. Not in an obnoxious way, but it just lasts. I was getting wafts, these pleasant tobacco-y sweet wafts all day. Um, not too expensive, that. I think last time I checked, you can find it even on Amazon for about 90 quid, 100 quid, something like that, for 100 mil. Um, so you know, there's, a, there's a good tip for anyone who likes that sort of sweet tobacco fragrance. I also wore Sahara Oud from Fragrance de Bois. I wore Tom Ford's Ombre Leather Parfum. I wore, from the new brand that we have at Lux Parfum, uh, Memoirs of a Perfume Collector. I, I wore theirs. It's called Tales from Zanzibar, which is sort of a, a zingy, tropical, slightly fresh fragrance. And I wore Creed Viking as well. I love that one. It's one of my favourite, if not my favourite, Creed. So a niche week, but a good week. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to yeah. me too. Um, um, so I think that leads us nicely to the arse, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I always try and get to the arse as quickly as possible. Um, so um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the audience recognition section, if anybody's wondering. Um, we've had no Kofi's this week, unfortunately. Um, so no yeah, copies for us. So um, Tony's going to be thirsty. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Um, hey, Steve, we, we've, we've also had no reviews this week. So. Oh. Oh god, nobody, mm. nobody's sharing the love. There has been a question though in yes, the Facebook we've got group. Some arse. 
Exactly. We've got we've got an ass that is people would be jealous of. Um, it comes from David in the uh, Facebook group, so you can go and find us. It's the Scent Geeks podcast Facebook group. There's a little question to ask uh, to answer before we'll let you in, but it's a very easy, very easy question. That some um, people so, manage to get wrong. Yeah, they still do. So there's a few answers to his question, so we'll shout out some of those people that have answered it as well. So David says, hello all. This one might be for a topic or discussion for the podcast unless it's uh, it's been done before. I think it might have done, but it's been a while and we've got Tony on, so we'll revisit it anyway. Me and my partner Grace quizzed each other the other day. If you could only buy fragrances from one house slash brand for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think what's worth emphasising here, he says, uh, if you could only buy. So it's not like you've, you've just got all of their fragrances accessible. You still do have to make that purchase. Um, at first, I thought this would be easy. Just pick the house of my favourite fragrance, right? But then I was worried that I would eventually get bored of it if I had to wear it every day. So then uh, I had to think of a house that has consistent bangers across their range, which I could use for any occasion. Also, you have to take cost into the equation. Depending on your financial situation, you can't go around spending £400 plus on Rogers over and over again. After a long discussion, we both chose Tom Ford. And then he's kind of got a bit of a surprised face. What would you go for? And he shouted out his Instagram handle, um, which I think we've shouted before, but a shout out again. It's uh, at sense, as in the fragrance, S uh, sense, underscore it, underscore together. So um, I tell you what, what we'd do, Tony, do you want to maybe answer that first? Then we'll shout out some of the uh, listeners and then we'll, we'll ask you, Chris, if that's all right. Yeah. So, Tony, is there a, a fragrance house if you had to, you could only wear for the rest of your life, where you could only buy their fragrances? So you've got to remember that. Great question, by the way, David. I'm following their page, David and Grace. They, uh, they've got a great page. Uh, yes. Can I, can I be cheap? Can I have one designer and one, one sort of niche? Oh, is that, go is that on, allowed? Man. You can, but I am going to push you to pick between one okay. and the other. Yeah, that's I fine. So I'll give one answer for both, and then I'll pick one. I, I'm going to cop out, and I'm going to say they had the best answer. I would definitely... Mm. And I've thought about this before as well, and the question has come up for me. I, and I think I said the same answer. It will be definitely Tom Ford. The reason for that is because they've got, pri- they've got a price point, I think, for most people. Uh, they've got the private blends, and but then they've also got their sort of normal line, which you can find fragrances like Beau de Jouring, haven't you can't you so for me personally I think there's such an array and choice of fragrances at a fairly affordable price I'm going to go with Tom Ford as well so that's a cop okay. out my niche choice will be a French brand uh, called Matière Première mm-hmm. they oh, yeah. they have got an amazing uh, collection of fragrances and uh I, I'm just in love with. Uh, I've got three of their fragrances, and I'm in love with all three. I really am. So that would be my fal- Falcon leather at my brother-in-law's uh, last weekend for the first time, and mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Loved it. Yeah, they've got, and it, they seem to have something for everybody. Um, none of them are too sort of obnoxious or or too in your face, but they're they're strong, lovely, well crafted fragrances. So I'd pick that. But if you're if you're going to sort of pin me down, I would say Tom Ford. Yeah. Okay, no, I think that's good. Um, if it's right, Chris, I'm just going to read one or two um, sure. people, then we'll go to you, and then you can read a couple if you want, if you've got it in front of you. I don't know if you have. but um, I, I I will do, yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll read a couple mm-hmm. then you can get. So, uh, Alex, so this just shout out some of the other people in the group. They've answered the question. So, Alex uh, says, I'm happy I don't have to choose one, but if, I, uh, if it was a life or death decision... It would probably be a Min, New York. Now, I'm totally unfamiliar with this house. Um, M-I-N, New yep. York. Do you guys yep. know this? I don't I, know. I've no, I don't have any, but I know the house, yeah. Okay. They reached out to me asking if they could send me some stuff one time, and then they never did. <laughs> ah, so I nearly okay. got to try them, but didn't. Okay, here's a, here's a quick quiz question, because I think you'll both know the answer to this. So Matt Keane uh, has answered, and I don't know if you've seen the answer, but I'm sure you could probably guess what the answer is. What do you think he put? Uh, well, I know because I'm, I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. Auto. Yeah, auto yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. So he said, uh, Matt says, good question. One house for me would be Auto Parisi, uh, although Nassimato runs in a close second. Um, Aaron says, I'd probably choose Amani. Um, hmm. So fair play. Amani, actually, Amani, I've got again, not quite to the extent of Tom Ford in the sort of diversity of the sort of quality and price points but they've got a very large solid range really. well if you're just so saying you Armani you've got Giorgio and Emporio so yeah if you're going to do both. that yeah. yeah 
So, Chris, uh, do you want to tell us what you would do and then you can read a couple as well? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, I I thought about this. And, and again, like Tony, I think I have been asked this question in the past as well. And I don't think your answer is a cop-out, Tony, because if I am going to be absolutely truthful and honest about the house, I would absolutely have to agree with the OP and with you, Tony, that... Tom Ford is a, an absolutely stellar house. Uh, like you say, the price points. There's just so there's just so many absolute bangers in there that are some of my all time favourites. You've got your Tuscan leather, you got your oud wood, tobacco oud, plum japonais, tobacco vanilla, um, oud mineral. You know, this is just that's just a private blend. And then in the signature line, you have got your black orchids. Um, there's, like you say, Beau de Jour, Ombre Leather, Ombre Leather Parfum. I love so many Tom Fords. And I think that it's balanced with the quality as well. I feel like the quality is always there with, with Tom Fords. I love the bottles, especially the private blend. I think the presentation is absolutely on point. But by far the best thing about the brand is the um, the versatility of what's on offer because... They've got freshies covered. They've they've got date night fragrances covered. Look at Noir de Noir. Um, you've got your your richer, more complex uh, winter and autumn fragrances. So, I just think they've got so many fantastic uh, scents in there. And I'm and you know I I own I think Tom Ford is the brand that I own the most of. So I guess that answers it really, doesn't it? Because I've got it's the brand I have the most bottles of. Um, I would, I I mean I love Creed. That would that would have definitely been in there but i don't think they really cater to my darker more complex tastes creed tends to stay more sort of on the lighter fresher side of things um i obviously love roger parfums enigma a good point that david made about not just picking your favorite fragrance because even though i love enigma um i think that as as much as i love some of roger's other fragrances i think overall um to only own one i, I think there's a bit more choice of different scent profiles from within the Tom Ford line and um, uh, so that leads me into reading another comment actually because um, Jason um, Mizuk says Parfum de Mali and that would have been a very very strong contender for me as well there's so many good ones always love the performance from PDM Carlisle's one of my favourites Herod amazing Leighton they've got the freshies covered as well I just don't think they quite have the the wide array of of options that the Tom Ford line has. That's why I would I would have said um, I would go with Tom Ford. So um, yeah, that is that's my choice. Uh, also, we have one. Chris Carter says Dior. Um, Dior was one I actually considered as well. But again, I feel like there's still more choice within the Tom Ford line than than Dior. But I mean Dior on Dior on intense. Uh, Eau Sauvage. And then you've got all the the Maison um, sort of high end luxury fragrances, the Fahrenheit's. Um, I think that's all I can see in terms of the comments, unless there's any that sort of haven't dropped down for me. But um, some great shout outs from people there, and uh, I, I, I solid. I, I there's not one of those comments that I don't agree with actually. Yeah, mm. definitely agree with I, the uh, Dior one as well. Definitely, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. go wrong. I mean, it, it, what would yours be, yeah. Steve? The Parfum de Mali is actually a great shout. That way, in many ways, I, th- I just think, again, they've got something for every occasion. Um, and I totally agree, again, with Tom Ford. I think I would be well happy with that. If that had to be my pick, I'd have no qualms. Just a shout out, one that you, did, one of the few that you didn't mention, I was waiting for you to mention it because it's one of my favourites. I think most people know I love uh, Noir Extreme. I really enjoy oh, yeah. that fragrance. It's one of my absolute favourites of all time, so I'd kind of shout that out. And I think it wouldn't be me if I didn't mention Bulgari, would it? I think I've sort of got to I mention that, really. Yeah, it's for. kind of got to be done. Um, <laughs> I think Bulgari have, they're starting to, cater more for the sort of different price points again with their Le Gem line obviously I've mentioned Tiger a million times but there's loads in that um, line as well that again offer that real sort of high-end niche quality basically so I think that's kind of definitely worth a pick I've not smelt too many of them actually so uh, but just some other shout outs obviously I love Man Black Cologne um, Man Extreme I think it's brilliant the cactus note in that is uh, really sort of quite different I really enjoy that Man in Black is brilliant most of the flankers from that line is great Essence is really good um, it's just yeah most of the Man in Black line I think there's, there's, I don't think there's many misses in that line 
Um, I'm just yeah. trying to think. Manwood uh, Essence, I really enjoyed it initially, but that's actually grown on me. Manwood Neroli, so I really enjoy that as well. So there's loads from um, Bulgari's. Uh, there's the black as well, which loads of people love. There's uh, Man, uh, the sort of Poor Rom, some of the sort of classics like Poor Rom Soir gets loads of love. So there's actually yeah a lot of love in that house i think again they've and then that's not even mentioning the um aqua lines either i totally yeah. forgot all about that Aquamana, aqua antique yeah. um yeah aqua rom aqua marine there's loads in the aqua line as well so yeah i think i'd be really happy with uh yeah with that as a pick to be honest good shout so two tom fords and a, a bulgari um thanks for your question david i it is one of those questions that circulates a lot within francom i, I it must have been i don't know a couple of years maybe two three years ago that I, I remember being asked that one but it's one of those questions that it's just fun to answer isn't it i mm. i've really enjoyed hearing you two talk about the reasons and, and mention some of the fragrances from those brands that you enjoy so great question please people drop more questions like that in the facebook group because we love hearing uh, you know what you've got to say and uh, it gives us a nice talking point on the show as well that uh, brings it back to our listeners you know it involves you in in the show as well and that's that's sort of one of the reasons we started this podcast so thanks david for your question now we are going to move on to a little bit of uh, what we've been watching because we, we've actually been watching a couple of frag videos this week between us i think and we've got a yeah. few few things from within the community to to have a, a little discussion we are time is is pushing on um but uh i think we'll uh we'll have a little chat about uh a, a, a youtube creator that doesn't post very often but when he does boy is it worth the wait because we had a video from killer frags this week tony what did you think of killer's video that he dropped yeah, Steve. Uh, sorry, Chris. I was there with you, wasn't I, in the uh, in the premiere chat? Yeah. And uh, I think we both said the same thing. I was literally crying with laughter. He yeah. he has this way, doesn't he? Of it it wouldn't be killer without him doing that kind of video. He has this sort of slapstick way of editing where it he sort of edits the reactions together in just such an incredible way so clever uh, yeah put some funny faces on people and from beginning to end it put a smile on my face it, it was just so refreshing to see and i oh, just killer if you end up listening to this just release some more bloody content will you because it it's it's so it's so rare now i watch a fragrance video and really really smile and even yeah. la- and even laugh and he just does it in a way where you can't not laugh and smile at it. So, yeah, what a fantastic the, video. The thing is with Keller, it's, it's not just even what I thought you was going to say there. For me as well, he's one of the few people that release a video and I look forward to watching it. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter what it is, I'll watch it. Well, unless it's one of his lives. I mean, he had, did go for a face like six, <laughs> six days ago. He did, yeah, he did a, a live that was six hours and 23 minutes. And then like it, his li- last live before that was eight hours and 11 minutes. I mean, fuck that. I'm not, <laughs> you know I mean, fuck that for a game of soldiers. Yeah. But his actual videos, I, I if I see one, doesn't matter what kind of what it's about i'll just click on it because i know i'll enjoy it um and this was it so we've not actually mentioned what the video is so it's uh, the scary fragrance community part one and i'm looking forward to part two obviously yes. and um chris you obviously featured quite heavily in this one <laughs> didn't you yeah so uh he, he, so use my uh one of my halloween videos from last year when i'm just running around in the woods blair witch style um but he, he sort of um brought my relationship with Aaron Terence Hughes into it so he, he put a little um, image of uh, and it's also crudely done you know it, it's not like amazing special effects but that's part of the the charm of it all so there's a, a Aaron's head it, he 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 put behind me to make it look like it was Aaron that was chasing me through the woods and then he does lots of sort of funny contortion special effects on people's faces and makes their noses look twice the side of the, the rest of the head and um, and then he, he, he showed some clips of Aaron and I sitting on a park bench and he just takes the reactions and puts them edits them out of context to hilarious effect <laughs> 
I, I honestly, I was just watching it, and and it, and it was kind of weird seeing someone manipulate me in that way because um, obviously all the all the ammunition was there in my video, but the way that I'd put the video up was was sort of uh, you know the way the way that I'd edited it was was my choice, but to have someone sort of take my choice out of it and just edit re-edit it in in a in a way that um, that made me and Aaron just say some hilarious things to, to have some brilliant reactions towards each other it was just as tony said it was refreshing I, I found it a tonic i find killers videos a real tonic and i i can sort of understand why he might not release those types of videos regularly because they must take so much time and effort the creative i mean the creativity is one thing to, to have the, the the thought in your brain occur to you to to put that clip there edit that clip there put that special effect there um and then to to the time it takes actually realize that in in the editing software to to stitch all that together it must be so time consuming um but uh that's why people enjoy them so much because there's a lot of thought and a lot of, a lot of effort that goes into them and i i should imagine that when he finishes one of those videos he's like oh god all right, that was hard work. That, that's that's it for another six months. Um, so maybe if he did them once a month, that that would be great. But he sort of comes around every sort of three, four, five, six months and, and drops a a banger of a video for us. Uh, so hopefully we won't have to wait too long for part two. Hopefully that's that's coming soon because I can't wait to see what what he's got in store. But brilliant, just just genius. And and it's about the, rather than being about fragrances, it's about the community. It's poking mm. fun a little bit, but but not in a nasty way at all. Not in a, an offensive way. He manages to, to, to be very, very funny without being overly offensive. Uh, so he's he's got the balance of the comedy just right. There's, there's a bit in the video which isn't actually Killer's work because he's literally it's, the, it's a clip that made me laugh uh, which I hadn't seen together because so he's obviously pulled lots of different things together and some of it I hadn't actually seen some I had some I was familiar with so he's pulled some stuff with uh, Mr. Sort of Miami Cuddles and uh, Joey Cannoli and, and Cuddles often uses that, that puppet doesn't oh, he gosh, yeah. and, and, when, and, the, and the puppet is of colour and when Cannoli makes some comments saying it looks like it's one of those um, like racism in the workplace videos where they're about <laughs> yeah. to educate the staff on yeah. the sort of what's okay to say as to a black colleague or something it's just, I totally started like chuggling to that yeah. that really got me <laughs> Um, so yeah it's quite nice as well because it's almost like a highlights reel sometimes it's like little snippets of just yeah. silly bits which you, which you haven't always bits. so obviously um, uh, Mr Smelly was in there as well um, yeah. and because he's creating some weird content uh, of late which we could probably maybe talk about in a moment well, so, yeah I guess that yeah, um, could, could lead us nicely on to uh, yeah. the, the next bit of content we're, we're, we're going to talk about but yeah kill, kill, if you've not checked out Killer Frag's video go and, go and check it out and subscribe so you get notified because his videos are just freaking hilarious um so always exciting um to uh, I, and i was in the middle of editing as well and i saw the notification for the premiere i was like i am that is one premiere i'm gonna be at um so uh, i think many people thought the same as well um so yeah we've also not only this week but over the last few weeks we've also been watching our our good mate mr smelly upload some content that is sort of taking a tangent from from what he's been known for in in the past um now what guys what are your thoughts tony what are your thoughts on the new trajectory that dan's channel is taking are you for it or against it you know what i i i'm gonna sit on the fence i'm not i'm not either really i've discussed this with you gentlemen as well i've also discussed it with dan um in in private messaging uh and what i would say is that for me, it's a little bit awkward to watch because I just could not see myself putting out that sort of content as a dad, a husband, a work colleague, friends. I would just get absolute <laughs> belters thrown at me. I, would, I wouldn't I would be able to live it down. Uh, I don't think just not for a long time, but for the rest of my life. And I think having teenage boys especially, can you imagine? I've got a 19-year-old boy, Josh. Uh, he... Imagine his friends finding that sort of lives, content. It would really, really affect them. So for me personally, it's not for me. 
um, I find myself, it's a little bit like car crash TV, isn't it? I find myself what wanting to watch it, though, weirdly. And you know what? I understand Dan's reasons for doing it. Uh, we've had that chat. Completely understand whether it's something I would do or not is a different matter. But you know what? He's his own person. He can do what he wants to do. He's got a reason for wanting to do it. And there'll be people that won't agree with it. And I can see both sides of the argument, but not for me. But good luck to him is what I would like to say. Yeah. Steve, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, a bit of a cop-out, quite similar to Tony's, really. I, it's not It's not for me. Um, as Tony said, I mean, I like to dick around and sort of self-deprecate and stuff, uh, as Dan has done through the years, but in, in a sort of different style. So, mm. But I, just, I don't think I'd... I think why I don't enjoy it so much is, for me... Knowing, I mean, I don't actually know Dan that well personally, but obviously for knowing him from watching his content and we've exchanged messages bit a bit, but I've never actually met him in person, so I don't know, I couldn't say I'd know him that well. But it, I think what makes me feel a bit uncomfortable is it feels contrived. That's why I don't enjoy it so much because it just doesn't feel like Dan. It feels like he's, tr- I appreciate he's trying to do something different and I can see the reasons for it and I respect that, but it just doesn't. To me, doesn't feel like Mr. Smelly, um, mm. but I, I mean, you've you've got. I guess you've fair play to him. You've got to move with the times. You've got to change it up. You've got to, you know, adapt um, and evolve. Yeah, adapt and evolve. Change is as good as the rest and all that. And yeah, if you want to kind of grow or move on to the next level or bring in the next new batch of fra- interested sort of uh, frag heads, they, they you know they're going to be used to a different style of content um, potentially. So that's how you do it. So fair play. So I do respect him for doing it. I do kind of. But conversely, I'm sort of got this dichotomy of emotion where I do feel uncomfortable because it just doesn't feel like Dan. It feels contrived, and that's mm. what I'm a bit uncomfortable with. Really, it feels like he's, he's, he's forced. He's trying to do it, but, but as I say, I do, fair play to him for doing it. I, you know. Now, listen, you two. A few months ago, um, before Dan took this new tangent on his channel, would we have been discussing his antics or uh, to the to this extent on the podcast? No, exactly no. that, isn't it? No, and there we go. Job done for Dan. That's that's what he wants now it is a bit of who can be the the sort of weirdest strangest person in the room uh, that will get noticed it is sort of that rather than um perhaps taking i don't know we've just been talking about him killer you know killer um is getting has been noticed this week for a reason that has taken perhaps um a lot more creativity thought effort uh he's standing out He's standing out without trying to be the the one shouting the loudest in the room to stand out. You know what I mean? So Dan has obviously chosen this path because he he felt like he was blending into the background, I guess. He was doing the same old thing. Uh, He could see people who would, you know, particularly a lot of the female reviewers who have cottoned on to the fact that when they're talking about and sexualizing, talking about men's fragrances, that they can get a lot of views, they can pull a lot of views in that way, fair play to them, they've found a formula that works. So rather than just fade into the background, Dan wants to um, be noticed and to to be the, the, the weird guy with, a, with funny costumes and a, a bright purple sparkly blazer, you know, to, to, to be so far the other end of the spectrum from from what he used to be he's um, he's getting talked about and uh causing controversy so you know whether you agree with um with the way he's going about it he's he's having the desired effect of getting noticed again now i got to be honest i i would watch some of dan's videos and this isn't just dan you know I, I, steve and i've talked about that we wouldn't regularly watch other people's fragrance videos all the time unless it was something that a fragrance i was particularly interested in um so i would only watch dan's once in a while i'm sure he won't mind me saying that because i'm sure he doesn't watch every video that that i do but I have been watching him quite a bit more. I've been dipping into his live streams. Um, they're a bit late for me to... I'm sort of in, tucked up in bed when he puts his live streams on on a Friday night. Um, so I've not I'm, I've not appeared in, in them. But um, I have been watching them. And I've got to say, I, I yeah, I've been enjoying it. And I've been watching him more than I would have done. So I guess it's working for him. And like you were saying, Tony, he doesn't really have anyone 
I don't think doesn't have a partner or, or children to worry about embarrassing. So it's just himself, um, which is which is fine. He's found himself in that position, and he's he's taken that that route. The the only thing I would say is now he's gone to that place. Maybe you know in a, in a a year or whatever, if he feels like oh, I'm feeling feeling like it's a bit you know embarrassing now. I've been I've been wearing that silly hat for too long. Can he can he go back? It's can he go? Isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to put that to you, Tony. Can he go back to being that gentlemanly guy with the, with the same amount of integrity? Um, do you think? Do you think he could? You know what? I think that's going to, it's going to be very difficult to come back from, and I, I think it's uh, that he must think this as well. He must think this that he he does have and has had a lot of brand collaborations, and I've seen this question asked of him how. how how do you think the brands are feeling about his content, and would that would he get as as many requests? I know he doesn't necessarily need that or want that, but he does work closely with brands. Dan is like you, Chris. He's he's earning a bit of a living from this. It is one of his main sources of income, I believe, and that's why he's doing what he's doing. But will that offset any future? Uh, work that you might get from from other brands, and that's one thing that personally, as a as you try and build our own brands ourselves, is that something that I would worry about? Yes, it is definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will we will see because I feel like he's fully committed to to this um, new direction on on his channel and he's going for it. So we we will we will all watch with interest to see what Mister Smelly nineteen seventy seven does next, because I'm sure whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be watchable uh, in in some way. Whether it's in a car crash way or in another way, maybe maybe in a year's time he'll he'll find, try something different. He'll introduce a, another new character. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, but I think there's a lot of mixed opinions on it. He's definitely got some people riled up. He's definitely got some people talking, uh, and uh, that's uh, that's his goal. So I, you know, fair, fair play to him. I, I he's not really doing any harm to anybody. So you know, like you say, Tony. Good, good luck to him. I think. Anyone else got anything to say more on the the subject, or have we, have we said it all? Uh, not really. Um, just before I forget, I did want to kind of another YouTuber I wanted to shout out that's kind of uh, started uploading again from a little bit of a break. Not only Killer, but uh, Matt has as well from yeah. the Stylish Irishman. I always want to say Irishman. It just oh, rolls yeah. <laughs> rolls off of the tongue there. And I think he was originally the Irishman, but it's now Irishman. Um, yeah, so Matt's back. Um, so he, hey, Matt's back. Woo. Yeah, he started similar time to me, maybe a bit after. Um, and then he... he yeah, it was growing really well, and I and I, I don't know for whatever reason, but he's had a bit of a break. Like, uh, but over the last month or so, I think it is, he started uh, uploading again from sort of having about a year off. So um, <clears throat> yeah, I just wanted to shout him out because um, I've always sort of enjoyed his his content. Um, I don't think there's many Irish reviewers that I know of, but um, true. But yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because he was definitely one of those people as well that you could see the just the progression in the quality, um, like visual and the content as well. Just he started out literally his first video was him just sitting in a chair recording on his phone, and it was sort of not great video quality. He was a bit you know not the best presenter. He's kind of sort of um, it was off the back of another video, and then he sort of just really started to get into it and and grow in himself. He got a lot more confident reviewing and and presenting and then he's upped his sort of quality on his his um videos and things as well so he started uh he got a better like uh, camera uh, digital slr and a lens and i remember we commented on this this podcast actually yep. um how how good his visuals were how actual sharp they were and good they look so yeah it's just one of those people it's great to see him progress so it's good to see him back so yeah, he basically was just looking at his videos. Yeah, he but he basically had a year off, and then about a month ago he started uploading again, and he's sort of uploaded a couple of months ago, one last week, another one six days ago, and then another one uh, yesterday. So, so yeah, go and check him out. Yeah, for sure. The evolution of the stylish Iris Man has indeed been impressive. So it's good to see Matt back. And uh, do just want to mention as well that we had Nigel back on his live stream this week. He'd uh, taken a few months off, bit of a hiatus. Um, he's, you know, feeling a little bit. Uh, I, th I think he's he's falling out of love with with certain elements of Fradcom, and that was discussed on his live stream. But it was as usual. There was a lovely bunch of people in there. It, it's warm and cosy and funny and a bit old school and 
Um, it, it's uh, inoffensive, but he, he brings up, he gets you know some some interesting subjects talked about, and there's a, a nice core of people in there. So yeah, shout out to Nigel on the channel Two Centsworth. He was back with his live stream. I think uh, we're going to get one every couple of weeks now um, for the foreseeable future until he takes another break. Um, but yes, there we go. Shout out to to Nigel as well. All right, I think I think that's everything we've been watching, guys. Unless there's an, anyone's got anything else. Yeah, just like I to mean, thank I you, guys. Really, sorry, Steve. Uh, just like no, I was going to say, I'm not. I'm not going to delve into my um, my um, watching history because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that could uh, get a bit awkward. But yeah, don't, no. don't go there. <laughs> No, thank what you, are you thank saying, you Tony? Guys. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. Apologies. A thank, thanks to you guys for uh, you, this. This must be obviously you're recording every week on this, and uh, I've been a listener from day one. So I was overjoyed when you guys asked me to do this. So massive thank you for you two for the work you're putting in to do this because it's it's free content for people. And uh, don't forget to donate on Kofi for them because they do deserve that. Thank you guys as well. Uh, thank you. Very special thank you to our special. I think you've heard, I've heard you say to Chris Steve, you call him Judith Chalmers, and I know why now. It's it's like an episode of Wish You Were Here when we start the podcast from Chris. It's uh, Annika Rice or Anthea Turner. <laughs> so that's so Steve is our Annika Rice or Anthea Turner of Fragcom, and Steve, you're not let off the hook. I think you're our Nick Knowles of uh, of Fragcom <laughs> with a bit of DIY SOS in there as yeah. well so. <laughs> fair play fair play a bit of, bit of Victor Meldry when it comes to his grumpiness about autumn yeah exactly <laughs> yes. no, thank you guys cheers <laughs> Tony cheers, really guys. appreciate you coming on uh, you know you've done great work with your socials and uh, it's always interesting to to hear because uh, not everyone always understands what, what goes on behind the scenes to, to grow a YouTube grow an Instagram so always love having people on to chat about that and you're a mate uh, you've been you know you were you were um, juggling boxes of Mr Kipling's pies in the supermarket during <laughs> lockdown weren't you was, um, whilst yeah. you were listening to us so you've uh, certainly been a loyal a loyal listener to the Scent Geeks and now you are officially christened as one of the Scent Geeks Excellent. and that that will never be taken away from you <laughs> so um, there you go that's a, a proud moment for Tony he's knight, knighted as a Scent Geek <laughs> um, alright well uh, that that's it I, I think from us guys um, Steve uh, I'll, I'll let you say your little goodbyes um, not much to say for me thanks for everybody for listening thanks again Tony um, yeah do keep sending in the um, the content because it makes our life a lot easier but I really want to hear from some of the Kajal winners please somebody if you're listening reach out to us and let us know we just um, it'd just be nice to kind of hear from you guys really because um, yeah. we've sort of asked for it and we never have um, do it just send in some text and we'll read it out or if you're feeling particularly confident a voice file would be good other than that do send in your fragrance files and scent memory stories etc we love all that shit so yeah yeah sure sure and uh, just mentioning uh, the Kajal winners then if you want to potentially be one of those then go along to their Instagram account and uh, you will find the post that says the scent geeks on it and the instructions of what you need to do sharing it tagging people etc is on there and uh, each month uh, there is a, a winner and you can either win a bottle or a discovery set and you've got a good chance of winning I would say so hop along to Kajal Perfumes Instagram page and, and do all that good stuff alright that's it from the three of us thank you very much for listening have a week geeks bye mm-hmm.